Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Sorry about the noise. My neighbor's sanding his deck. My motto? Don't work on your deck. Play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Every heartbeat's true for the red and the blue As we sing the song to you What do we say? Red Legs Radio, for climate, air conditioning and Paradise Motors Mazda. Good evening to the Red and Blue Army. Welcome to Red Legs Radio. Thanks to Paradise Motors, Mazda and Climate Air Conditioning and Solar. The World Cup cricketers have cleared the decks. We are back to our usual time slot. We appreciate your company this evening. I am Ben Hook and from the outset I would like to issue a formal apology. This show last week, there was a lot of complaints. Ratings plummeted. I handed control to my co-host for one week with catastrophic consequences. Suddenly I'm in a nude calendar. I learned. That's where you were. And let's be honest, news agents were overrun with demand this week. Men and women disappointed to learn it was just a joke. You two, you missed the Zram, you missed Wally Miller Day. It was a schmozzle. And I do feel like the team followed suit on the weekend. My sheepish offsiders, let's bring them in now. Firstly, Norwood's self-proclaimed man of the people, Miles Fitzner. Welcome, mate. Thanks for having me, Hooky. Great feedback from the show last week. Obviously, the big guest decided to come in when you weren't here off shooting this February or whatever you were, <laughs> firefighting. So, feedback, goodbye, and Hooky. I, at 98% positive feedback, 2% negative feedback. Rod and Lynn Hook, my parents, both very disappointed with the show <laughs> last week. And a big welcome to the coolest kid in Sanford Media, Geordie Pay. What's up? Special shout out to my old man. It's his birthday tomorrow. 50 years strong. And, yet. <laughs> and let's be honest, how many years running next week will he have been uh, gone to every Norwood oh, game? I'm pretty sure it's either 44 or 46 because he's a nutcase and this is why I am the way I am. So everyone, it's Fester's fault. And yeah. go, go attack him at Fester's pocket. So a very happy birthday to Fester tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow, yeah, big 50. Good luck on, uh, on Friday. Uh, now... Uh, we're going to talk about uh, last Saturday's game. Thanks to Coopers very shortly. We all saw it with our own yeah. eyes and it wasn't too flash. And I know, Geordie, you've got uh, a couple in the barrel ready to be fired. But we have a special guest to help us with this evening's show. It's a big welcome to the Norwood Football Club Year 2000. Best and fairest, Scotty Sponger Doreen. G'day, Sponge. G'day, Ben. Thanks for having me on. Great to have you on board. Welcome to Red Legs Radio. Uh, Tassie via Sydney. How did you end up at the Norwood Footy Club, mate? Um, well, I was delisted by Sydney, and uh, so um, the next best competition to come to was uh, was the SANFL, and um, had a, an offer to go to Essendon as a, a rookie listed player. Um, but the decision I met with Glenn Rosser and, and Peter Road, and and I uh, thought this was the path to uh, to take to to play SANFL footy. No big um, reason to try and get back in the AFL, and um, and twenty. Five years later, I'm uh, still here in Adelaide. Oh, it's probably past the statute of limitations now. Good, <laughs> good sized brown paper bag back in those days. Uh, no, no, it wasn't. Sort of, uh, <laughs> uh, the captain was always the, the highest paid at the club, and which which was a great thing. And um, uh, but yeah, you know, I've, 
uh, made some decent money out of football, but um, not as much as what they make these days. 52 games at the Swans um, in that sort of late 90s era where the likes of Paul Ruse started to play, Dermot Brereton, Tony Lockett. Can you give us a bit of a yarn or a story about any of those guys or, or one of the better players that you played with up there? Um, my, my childhood idol was, was Dermot Brereton, so to... Um, um, have the opportunity for, for him to come up and you know I was a mad Hawthorne supporter as a kid um, and loved the way Dermy played his footy and for him to come up to Sydney when he did was um, um, I was like a, a little kid again like to um, to run out on the oval and um, I did play in the, the one of the first games he played in was uh, the reserves game where he um, he stood on Raiden Tallis's head and um, <laughs> um, which uh, wasn't a great thing for the footy club um, <laughs> with Dermy first coming up, and, and he missed the next six weeks. So, Did he have uh, the big strut around the club, Dermy? And like, was it was it really big at the time up there? Yeah, yeah. He, um, you know, he he couldn't walk down the street of Sydney. People re- um, noticed him and that sort of stuff. He was uh, um, probably one of the biggest things to come to Sydney, and uh, he did have the strut going and. Um, uh, and that's the sort of person he was. He's sort of really confident in the way he played his football, but also confident off the field also as a person. So you went to Paynham Nord Union with Macca. Do you have like a favourite moment from that side of footy, not SANFL or AFL, but, you know, the more local leagues? You've been there 12 or 13 years now, haven't you? Yeah, coming up 12 years. Yeah, so um, no doubt the premierships are the, are the one. You know, I know Macca's won four since he's been there and I've been involved with uh, two of those. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that... That that's the great thing about the football club is that we have had you know good success, but um, you know that's why you do play footy and, and you want success. And so I'd say the premierships are the, the best thing. But also you know um, grooming juniors. You know we've got a great junior sort of system there with twenty junior sides, and um, to see the juniors come through our ranks and and go on to play at Nord um, is uh, is very pleasing for me. Also, we are, you know being part of both clubs. Seven seasons, one hundred and fourteen games at the legs. Do you have one particular highlight? Um, I think '99. You know, we um, we came from fifth. Uh, you know, we made the grand final. It was sort of um, you know similar to '84 with the history making. Yeah. Sort of uh, um, couldn't quite get the job done. We went down to Port by uh, uh, just a, un, under a kick. So, um, but people still talk about it as one of the best grand finals we've seen in the last you know 25 years. So, uh, to be part of that day was was, was great, um, but disappointing to lose on the day. What about players-wise? A couple of the like the greats at Norwood. Can you give us an insight? Obviously, the Norwood show—that's what we're after. You know, hardest nails. Someone good off the track. Someone good on footy trips. Um, oh, yeah, you know, no, no doubt. Mackle was at the end of his career, but sort of, um, you know, I did play a year with him. Um, yeah, but but coming through the AFL system, you knew um, who Gary McIntosh was. So, um, Anthony Harvey was a great player. Was probably you know. Um, Struck down by injuries, um, but he, he was one of the great players I played with. Brett James, um, another great player. Off the uh, field? Off the field. <laughs> You're straight onto um, it. This is what I'm after. Uh, probably uh, Matthew Dogboy James is probably, mm. um, and I, I think still the, um, uh, the you know, on, on footy trips, um, he started up the Dogboy Dalton Cup. So uh, <laughs> I think that he's still recognised and um, and uh, that's something that Dogboy started and he was uh, very good off field. You're assistant coach to Dale Lewis for a season as well, I seem to recall. Yes, mm-hmm. and uh, I think Ben, you were our runner. Correct. Time too, so, uh, <laughs> that was a reunion. Yeah. So um, <laughs> That was an interesting year, wasn't it? It was a tough year. The, the club didn't perform really well. Dale struck me as a sort of guy who had this incredible knowledge of football but didn't really know how to drip feed it out. He, he sort of wanted to pour 
all of that information on all of the players before round one. I remember some of the whiteboards. They had 50 notes on them. It was sort of all a bit hard to take. I mean, it was if he could just harness his ability to drip feed it out, he would have been a fantastic coach, I reckon. Yeah, and he probably didn't have that experience before he came. You know, we, um, uh, you know, with, with Rody leaving and um, uh, sort of then uh, Neville taking over and then the job coming up. So, um, uh, and now you know, Macca taking over and then and the job coming up, sort of, uh, I, I approached Louis and sort of said, you know, this could be a good opportunity. And um, but he probably didn't have that experience and that, you know. And as you said, it was a tough year. He, um, you know, also had his media sort of uh, that he was interested in. So, um, and yeah, you're probably right. He, he probably did flood the players with a, a lot of information. Um, but I think at the end of his tenure, I think you know the the young boys coming through were sort of starting to understand what he was trying mm. to get across and. Yeah, you know, like he played 150 or maybe 200 games at AFL level, so he he's got a good football knowledge and um, but probably didn't have that sort of coaching sort of experience to be able to sort of get it across. I can tell you there was a number of times where I had to censor messages that were coming from the coach to the player via the runner. Surprised you understood anything that <laughs> with those headphones. One, one or two times there was, uh, I might just cut out a few of the expletives out of uh, Louis's message yeah, there. Sure, there was a few uh, of those. Great fun. Talk about uh, expletive-laden messages from coaches. I imagine that... Uh, Jared Cotton would have been delivering a couple after the game on the weekend because it wasn't good. Down by 54 points to the Eagles. Miles, what did you make of it? Uh, look, obviously, tough day at the office. Um, I've got probably a bit less of a take than Geordie would have on it. <laughs> look, I actually sat and watched the game um, with Tarles, um, Smarty, Panos, uh, Nunny, um, and all those boys. Now, yeah, we're missing seven or eight out of our best 22. Correct. Um, and we'll talk about that probably after the break. Anyway, those players coming back. But when you talk smart, Panos, Nunn, Bode, Talia and Sermon, Abbott still out, plus Tahini and Stevens. I'm not surprised we got whooped by 54 points. They were good. Mm. We were ordinary. Mm. Um, lacked a little bit of intensity around the footy. I'm entitled to not read too much into it. I sort of I spent the evening with Jace afterwards and he wasn't all that impressed. But... Mm. End of the day, you can only do what you can only do, really. This is the match review, thanks to Coopers, and what we need is the Geordie Pake bake. Bake. Okay. So, yeah, like you said, Miles, no intensity. To me, it seemed like only the young blokes that we had in the team wore a very proud, long history holding Guernsey with pride. Um, <laughs> we were only down by 15 points at halftime, and we lost by 54 points. That is Atrocious. Keep going, Geordie. <laughs> it's time for change. We've got to buy this weekend, so maybe it can be used to reevaluate the team and the game plan that has not changed in almost two years. We haven't won a flag in those two years. Maybe it's time we actually change the game plan. Only a kickaway last also, year, weren't we? <laughs> uh, yeah, last year's grand final was disgusting uh, on our behalf. And I'm sorry. But we need to improve as an entirety as a football club, regardless of injuries. It doesn't matter. If you've got players in the league team, you need players in your reserves team ready to come up, stand up, wear the Nord Guernsey and play Nord winning football. Right, I'm going to drop you in it. Players-wise, give me three names. Who do you sack? If you're going to sack them, we've got seven out coming back after the bye. We've got two, four, six, seven coming in. Abbott will be still be two weeks away. Tahini and Stevens are going to be two or three more because they're playing 18s. Who goes? Who's at the top of the list? Geordie, who goes? Top of the list, um, more because I have a problem with the attitude that I see sometimes would maybe be Declan Hamilton. Um, if I'm being completely honest here, maybe move him around. Right. Maybe it's not so much Dex about... gone. Next. <laughs> Who goes next? Come on. Listen to me so, out. Look, it's probably not about taking them out. It's about changing their positions. Ooh. You know? So maybe look at... Well, so Kotsi's getting a whack here. Yeah. Have you not picked that up? 
I mentioned the game plan that needs to change from oh, 2017. Like get, hashtag get cots. Yeah. We're going to oh. need him on the show. Look, Imagine that. That will be a better show, royal. If he wants to answer the questions, I asked Jace questions directly last week. I'll ask our coach questions directly if he wants to come into our studio. I agree with you with the intensity, but the game plan thing, well, oh, you one kick away last not, year. it's not working. It 30, hasn't worked. We're winning by very, very small margins if we're winning. 38 less kicks. Baldy beaten in ruck for the first time this year. He's got Annihil- a problem with Redden. Annihilated mm. in He's appearances. got him. He's got him covered. Yeah. Uh, so, look, yeah, definitely need a few to come back. A couple of blokes I was pretty impressed with very quickly. BMAC was great. Chrissy Olsen I really like. Cole yeah. Gerloff I thought did his bit. Joshy Richards early. Joshy Richards was okay. Dom Barry probably had his most influential game. Getting better. Uh, Cam Shenton I thought tried really hard as well. But I got Shenton a few in my cross team. list that we might get to. Hey, we're going to go to a break. On the other side, we've got so much to get through. Paradise Poser, Shoot the Breeze, thanks to Climate Air Conditioning and Solar, Zram, Geordie's Musical Tribute. We're having a lot of fun here. Brossa Boy. Special guest. Oh, we'll get to Brossa Boy as mm-hmm. well. Special guest, of course, is the great man Sponger. Doreen, you are listening to Red Legs Radio. Red Legs Radio, the climate air conditioning and Paradise Motors Mazda. Red Legs Radio, the climate air conditioning and Paradise Motors Mazda. You're listening to Red Legs Radio. Thanks to Paradise Motors Mazda and Climate Air Conditioning and Solar. It's Hooky, Geordie and Miles in the studio with our special guest, the 2000 best and fairest at the Norwood Football Club, Scott Doreen. Each and every week, our Paradise Motors poser runes on Twitter at 1629SENSA. You can get involved anytime you like. The very simple question this week was, currently there are 18 games and four buys in the Sandfall. Would you prefer, A, it, re- it to remain the same, B, more games, less buys, C, same games, less buys. 13% for the status quo. I think that's damning. 59% want to see more footy and less buys. So maybe go to 2021 games for the year. And then it was 28% saying same games and less buys. Let's start with Geordie Pake. What do you think? What, do you, what, do you, what would you like to see the structure of Sandful footy? More games, less buys. I can't. I, I don't know what to do during bye weekends. <laughs> like, I really don't. My summer is kind of like. That's yeah. one long buy. Yeah, it really is. So the six-month yeah. buy, more, more games. So you'd be comfortable with an uneven draw. Yeah, why not? Miles Fitzner, not me. I like to sit in my climate air conditioning in the summer and watch the cricket. Uh, that's what I like to do. I don't like to. Uh, I don't like too many many football games to stretch out too long. I don't mind to, like um, to even it up and more games, but less buys. But you know, definitely, definitely too many buys at the moment. We're seeing this at the moment with the injuries that Norwood have got gives opportunities to get back, but it also gives opportunities for players to get injured because mm. sort of playing one week and on, they're resting off, then playing another week, resting off. It's actually detrimental to um, players' health, I think. Sponge, you came from a 22-round uh, season. Yep. What do, you like? do you like the 18-week season or do you think they need to be playing a bit more at this level? Um, I think 18 games is good. You, know, you, you play probably three or four leading into the season and then... Hopefully, you, know, you win enough games during the season to play finals, so which you know could end up being you know twenty six games for the year. So, I, I'm I'm sort of probably same games eighteen at the moment and, and less buys. Mm. So you know, as a player, I didn't like having too much time off. I like you know to have that consistency of of being fit and um and playing good footy. So I'd um I'd go with the eighteen games and less buys. Can I put one to you guys just for uh, some food for thought? And Ooh. I'm sure there'll be. 
Sample <laughs> officials listening into this as well. So it's a 90 game uh-huh. season, okay? 18 games, five games, five games around for 18 games, 90 games, 22 weeks. What if you made it so that you played nine games every fortnight? The one thing that gets me is split rounds. So where mm-hmm. it's, there's one game played one week and four games played the next. So round eight, started 26 May, finished June 2. Round 11, this, this round, started 22 June or finished June 30. So play nine games a fortnight because you don't miss one game a fortnight. If we have five week one, four week two, five week three, four week four. So... Every fortnight, there's a buy. Every fortnight, you miss one game. And that way, you can spread your 90 games out over 21 weeks. The only thing I'd take out is you'd say no games for the state game. Yeah, well, so I if agree you're going to have that. a state game, you've got to, you've got to play that. And you structure it so you have five games either side of that to make sure that no one has a double week buy. Hmm. Now, that gets you to 21 weeks. It works perfectly if you go 5 4 5 4 5 4 you go 21 weeks with the final two weeks being five gamers because you want everyone to have the equal amount of work leading into finals. Mm. Take the week off before finals, make that a buy. So there's your 22 weeks, and that week becomes your Sandful Women's Grand Final Week standalone game. Oh, you're sounding yeah. like Craig Hutchison with Actually, your wild that's cards. Really and your, good. There you are. I don't agree with it. See, now nah, I'm reckoning. That's just because you're argumentative. Yeah, I know. You're but a I negative, Nelly. I don't like the buy before finals. I don't, it gives teams opportunity. If you're ready leading into finals, you're ready leading into finals. I don't mm. like the fact that they mm. go, oh, hang on a minute. Let's just everyone catch up or get another play fit or anything. You've got to be right at the right time of the year. Scrap the buy before finals. It's been a, it's been a great addition to AFL football. The buy gives everyone a chance. Yeah, I don't like everyone. It. That's, that's why the Bulldogs win from nowhere, and these clubs come from nowhere. The best teams are at the top, and they should have the best chance of winning. Little little bit of food for thought. Jake Parkinson. Adam Kelly, there at the Sandful. I reckon they'll be on the phone to me tomorrow. Just explain how that one works again, Hookie. There you are. The yeah, you might have to slow that down, Hookie. Most, <laughs> most, people, most people looking for more games, less buys, would like to see to go to an uneven 20 or 21-week season. Thanks for your interest in that. We appreciate your support on the Paradise Motors poser each and every week on Twitter, 1629 SENSA. Hey, i tell you what, it's great having Sponge in. Now, he's got... Uh, Two hats. Not only a Norwood former star, but also currently steering the ship at Climate Air Conditioning and Solar. Tell us about the gig, mate. Uh, I wouldn't say steering the ship. Um, oh, that's what we've got you down <laughs> as. Like, Managing director. Uh, no, definitely not. So just an account manager there and, um, and you know, um, happy with, uh, with, with what I'm doing. You know, Rob uh, Vanderhoven, who's been a, a great sponsor um, here at the footy club at Norwood for 25 years and... Uh, you know, him and, and Greg Jarman, uh, the general manager, sort of uh, rang me and sort of said uh, there was an opportunity of, of work for me and um, I've uh, taken on the role and, and couldn't be happier, really enjoying it. It's a great family business. Um, you know, you got Rob as, as the owner and his son Tom works there and um, you got uh, you got Marie who's been there for 38 years. Um, Just learning the trade, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, <laughs> and her husband Tony works there, his sister Julie, so it's a, it's a great family company and... Um, um, you know, and, and Rob's done a great job to get climate where it is now, which is a you know a multi-million dollar business, and um, you know, and, and sort of being a, a, a great Nord sort of person, um, and and me being a past player, we sort of um, want, want to get the you know the members net out there to uh, um, you know promote us, and sort of um, if they need anything air conditioning wise. Uh, to, to get in contact with me and um, I can help them out in any way. Great supporters of the Norwood Football mm-hmm. Club. 
even greater supporters of our show. Obviously, yes. wouldn't yes. be here as great supporters of our show. Just straight off the bat at the moment, um, Scotty, you've got your $2 million stock take sale. Anyone can get in contact with you um, on 0458 yeah. You are going to get a deal if you talk, if you ring up and mention you listen to Red Legs Radio. That's what I want to know. Or you're a Red extra Legs special deal. Now, because they do get better deals, but you can do, if you want to talk in solar, reverse cycle, uh, reverse cycle ducted air conditioning, they're SA's biggest day can deal it, if you don't mind, or you can go to www www.climate.com.au or call Scotty, but they will cut you a deal if you mention you're a Norwood supporter, member, or anything, and they'll look after you. It's as cold as charity at the moment here in South Australia, so if you don't have heating, get on it, I would have thought. I tell you, it would have been a beautiful day today, 20 degrees, the solar would have been running absolutely magnificently, wouldn't it, Scotty? Have the aircon on. It's about perfect, isn't it? Sort of the 20 to 25 degree days, it's better than the really hot days, isn't it? Yeah, it is, so um, it's a good day for solar, so... Uh, but yeah, all, you know we're leading brands in in Dakin, Mitsubishi Electric, and uh, also Rinnai. Um, so yeah, anything you need for air conditioning, um, yeah, please get in contact with me, and I, I can help you out. So there you are. If you want to warm up your home in this uh, winter, you get on to Scott Doreen at Climate Air Conditioning and Solar. Oh four five eight two 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 five nine five. He is your man. If you want solar panels because the electricity bills are not getting any cheaper, are they, guys? No, they're not. Get on to our boy Scott Doreen. We appreciate his <laughs> company and thank you for joining us tonight. Before we wrap up this show, each and every week, it is Geordie's musical tribute. I think yes. it's. Brad Mackenzie this week, George. It is. Tell us the song you've got for us. Um, pretty self-explanatory. He is having a killer season. Everyone can agree. There's been games he's carried our team. McGarry form. He's oh, in. absolutely. Better not get suspended because uh, <laughs> we need another Nord McGarry medalist. Uh, so yeah. Hit we, play. We went with this. None of these songs are heavy metal. I've noticed as well since we've started. <laughs> you got the punk rocker dropping Return of the Mac. Bit, this of, is, bit of soft rock. This is what I do when I put the top down of the car and just give it a you know, lady in the front seat. Very well done, George. Cam Shenton is your man next Shents. week. That's your job. Let's wrap things up with a little piece of Zach Richards' appreciation. Now, I caught up with my favourite primary school teacher just a couple of months ago. Mr Woodard, Rob Woodard, he had me at Westbourne Park Primary School. And what did he do wrong? He, now, he, he only finished teaching last year. This is a true story. Finished teaching last year, went out north, finished his career at Sterling East. Hi, retired. Uh, Sterling East Primary, I beg your pardon, teaching the sixes and sevens. Guess who is now teaching the sixes and sevens at Sterling East Primary Don't School? tell me it's Zach Richards. It's Zach Richards. Can you believe it? How lucky are those kids at Sterling oh, East Primary School? Oh, the king of trivia. Oh, man, it's a, in another beauty for <laughs> Zachy Richards. Hey, thanks for joining us, everyone. Scott, we really appreciate you on the show. Thanks for having me, guys. Thank you to you, Miles. Thank you for you to you, Geordie Pake. Great fun. Bye this week. We'll see you next Thursday, then we'll see you the week after at the footy. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.